Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org. We are a house church network. We celebrate by gathering the saints in the homes, rotating who leads, rotating who hosts, as they did in the early church when they went from 120 people to saturating the Roman Empire in under 300 years. So we follow that practice, that historical practice, and there's a core group of people who develop who will open their homes and who will also lead. And so because you're used to rotating among yourselves, when you outgrow a home, you just multiply out and so on and so on and so on. So that's how we function. CWOWI.org. There's 10 question and answer videos about House Church. And please sign up for my weekly thoughts and my monthly newsletters, because that's where we put not only prophetic things, but also news of of conferences, meetings, uh, online meetings, things of that nature. So CWOWI.org. Today, talking about how to distinguish between the Father's voice and the Lord's voice and the Holy Spirit. And so many times people ask me, you know, how can I tell the difference or, or what do the different, the presence feels like uh, of the Lord? So let me start by showing you, uh, excuse me, John chapter 12, verses 28 through 30. It says this, and I'll just quote it. And Jesus answered and said, Father, glorify your name. And there came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Some there that stood thereby said that it, that it thundered. Others said an angel spoke to him. Jesus said, this voice did not come for my sake, but your sake. Now notice what happened in verse 28. Jesus said, Father, glorify your name. And there came a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And some who stood by said that it thundered. Now, I want you to think this is the Father speaking audibly. And yet some who stood by, all they heard was a clap of thunder. Think about that for a minute. That's how dull of hearing we are when we start out. You know, and, and so this is a process that I'm talking about when I'm talking about being able to distinguish between the Father's presence or the Lord's presence and, and such. It's a process, so don't be discouraged. Others said an angel spoke to him. So others, when the Father spoke, heard something supernatural, but they weren't keen tuned, keenly tuned to hear the Father's voice as it was. But then Jesus said, this voice did not come for my sake, but for yours. So that tells us that Jesus verified that it was the Father speaking. And also the Apostle John, who wrote it down for the Gospel of John, obviously heard it, and others who were more attuned to the Father's voice. So that's a good indication of our own processes that we start out, we hear the Father, and it's like a clap of thunder. We don't really hear anything that was said. We don't receive it. And maybe it's after the fact that we realize, wow, I think that was God talking to me. And then others recognize, oh, it's something supernatural happened here, but I can't quite distinguish it. And then others still said, okay, I heard exactly what the Father was saying. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 14 which is a long time verse that I've used to illustrate this, says that strong meat is for those who have trained their senses to discern between good and evil. Strong meat, that is strong spiritual meat, the deeper things of God, is for those who have trained their senses to discern between good and evil. The word discern is used like perceive, discern, witness. It's used to describe the process by which your mind picks up on what is happening in your spirit. And so there's a, a training that goes on to train your senses to be aware of what's happening in your spirit. That's how you'll be able to distinguish between a clap of thunder or something supernatural. And then what it really was, was the Father speaking very clearly and very concisely. And so with that in mind, let me explain it this way. 
Hebrews 12, 9 tells us that, that the Father is the Father of spirits. It says, we, we submitted to the fathers of our flesh, and they chastised us, they disciplined us according to the flesh. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits who li and live, who imparts life into our spirit? So the contrast in Hebrews 12, 9 is the difference between the fathers of our flesh and the father of our spirit. The fathers of our flesh discipline us in the flesh, in the natural realm. The father of our spirit disciplines us in our spirit man. Jesus said in John 4, 24, that the father is a spirit. And we also know from, from James chapter 1, verse 18, that the father, every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the father of lights, in whom there's no variableness. There's not even a hint of turning to his character. So every good gift comes from the father, but he is a spirit. So he will communicate in your spirit. What does the father's presence feel like? Many people have experienced in a worship service, the presence of the father without really knowing. It's when you might say a holy hush comes on the crowd. It's when you're there and you feel like if you spoke or even if you moved your body, if, if you if you walked somewhere, you would be violating a sacredness. You would be violating a holiness. It 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 often feels like it's it's so such a heaviness, such a not a negative heaviness, but such a heavy weight of his presence that it feels like your shoes are made of concrete, that you can't hardly move at all. That's the Father's presence. And the Father being the source of all things, being the Father of our spirit, being the source of every good gift, he He deals with the innermost issues in a person's heart. Why we are here? What is our purpose in life? Where are we going next? Are we loved? That Father's presence saturates to the spirit man. And that's where sometimes a person will even 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 lose their strength, even even just sit still, even in like a trance, just suspended in his presence. Something deep happening that the mind doesn't really know. You'll say, what was going on? Was the Father speaking to you? Was was the Lord saying anything? You say, I don't know. It just feel this deep presence on the inside. That's the Father. Accordingly, his voice sounds like a father. That is an, a deep authoritative voice, not deep like a baritone or, or something of that nature, but deep meaning he, when he speaks, he, he hits your innermost being. That's where the connection is. Now, the presence of the Lord, that is the Lord Jesus, when, when he speaks, remember that Isaiah 53 verses 4 and 5 says he carried our griefs and our sorrows and with his stripes we are healed. And, and elsewhere in Isaiah, it talks about how he will not hurt a bruised reed. And for a, a smoking wick, he's not going to extinguish it, talking about the light in our lives. In other words, Jesus is very tender. He's more about the soul. So the presence of the Lord and the voice of the Lord is more about the soul, more about our thoughts, our motives, our feelings, our innermost being, but in the soulish realm. And his presence feels like a person who's anointed by the Spirit, but your spirit recognizes that it is the Lord. It's much more intense. Your spirit will leap in recognition because his presence is manyfold what you feel every day in your spirit. And so you have to train yourself to, when you get up in the morning, train yourself to shift your attention to your spirit man and recognize his presence, the Father's presence in you, that, that presence, that warmth, that that pay, that peace, that that assurance on the inside. You train yourself to discern that. And then when when you're in worship and you're in prayer and you feel that depth of 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 a weight like I I don't want to talk. Like I I don't want to move. I I just feel like I just need to sit here in silence. 
sit there in silence. Let the Father saturate down to your spirit, man. Your mind won't know exactly what's going on. You will sense down in your spirit a peace and a presence, but you'll also have this holiness about you, this, 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 like, I don't want to violate this at all. I don't want to move. I don't want to speak. I don't want to do anything. I just need to sit here in his presence. That's the Father. And whereas I said the Lord is more about physical healing and about the emotions and things of that nature. Now, you may ask about, well, what about the Holy Spirit? Well, in John 16, 13, Jesus said, when this, he said in verse 12, I've got many more things to say to you, but you can't grasp them right now. However, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth because he will not speak of himself, but whatever he hears, that is what he will speak and he will show you things to come. And Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, quoting Isaiah in verse 9, saying, Eye is not seen, neither ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But Paul writes in verses 10 and 11, he says, But God reveals these things to us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searches the, all things, yes, even the deep things of the Father God. And so we have received the Spirit, not of the world, but of God, so that we can know the things that have been freely given to us by God. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. And so the Holy Spirit's role is just to hear the Father or hear Jesus and communicate that to our spirit. And as such, he's an exact representation of, of what he hears. The, the one ministering, think of it this way, the one ministering on the earth today is the Holy Spirit. And so when you read the book of Acts and you'll say, the Spirit said to me, um, or, or like in Acts 21, 21, when Agabus the prophet said to the apostle Paul, this, this is what the spirit is saying. The man who owns his belt is going to be arrested, uh, and turned over to the Gentiles. The Holy Spirit is repeating and it is the Holy Spirit speaking. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if, if the father, if you've got a dad sitting in his recliner at home and he says to his son, Hey, go call in your brothers and sisters. It's time to eat. And, and that kid goes and he says, hey, guys, it's time for dinner. Come on and eat. And they might say, well, how do I know? And then this, that son might quote the father exactly, saying, this is what dad says. Dinner's ready. Time to come in and wash up and eat. And so you have that kind of relationship where the Holy Spirit hears what the father is saying and communicates directly, sometimes directly in the first person. So you've got to understand the Holy Spirit uh, will communicate 100%. And, and because he's the spirit of truth, if the father says, I've got you know, a new car for you, he's not going to change the communication halfway between here and heaven, you know, and say, okay, I've got a beat, beat up old uh, car for you. He's going to communicate exactly what the Father says. But the, today, I just want to cover the distinguishing characteristics between the Father's presence and the Lord's presence. And so the, when you're in a service and you feel like there's a healing for anointing and deliverance and people's souls are being ministered to, that's the presence of the Lord Jesus. That That's where he, that's his realm of the soul and of, of the flesh because he became man and died for us and was resurrected from the dead as a man with a glorified body and now oversees his church uh, as the head of the body. But the Father's purpose is much deeper. The Father is the one who is the Father of our spirits. He's the source of all good things. So he deals with us very deeply into our purpose in life. Why are we here? Where am I going next? And and, and our deepest motives too. He will deal with us about that as well. And so anyway, I hope this has been helpful in your, in your personal presence, excuse me, in your personal worship time, that you will develop that sensitivity so that you won't hear it thunder. You won't hear something supernatural, but think an angel spoke to him. Oh, by the way, an angel sounds like a person. 
who's anointed by the Holy Spirit, but he sounds almost like a brother or sister in the Lord, then their presence feels that way. Sometimes many of you have been alone at home and been praying or something and feel like somebody's in the room and it just feels warm and, and that peace and, and that, that presence of an angel and probably your guardian angel there, just like a person anointed by the Spirit, even though angels are a different class of being. But but that's the, the distinguishing characteristic. So anyway, uh, I don't want to go on too much about this. I've got lots on our website. You can get many... Um, many, I've got just many series, how to be led by the spirit and how to know the father, how to know the son, how to know the Holy Spirit. I've got lots of series on these things on our website, cwowi.org. And I just want you to know, I want the body of Christ to know the voice of the good shepherd and another they won't follow. And I want them to know the voice of their father, the presence of the father. And when when the father's presence is there to deal with your deepest, most innermost being and, 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 and your motives and, and why you're here and your purpose in life, allow him to flow over you. And, and your mind won't understand it. You'll just feel that presence. But when it feels like, oh, I don't want to move, I don't want to speak, I don't want to walk around, I would violate something holy, whether you're in a church service or your own private time of worship, then let that happen. Just sit there and let the Father saturate you and soak you. And there will be changes that will be done in your heart that your mind will only pick up on after the fact. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. Hope it's been enlightening. God bless.